0: Let's get started. Have you ever had a day that you wish you could change? Thank you, girl. I appreciate that. Thank you. Have you ever had something happen in your past that you wish uh, you could forget? Touch your neighbor right now and say, it seems like death has won. Have you ever thought you were going to get ahead financially and it didn't happen? Have you ever thought you were ahead and then another bill showed up? Have you ever thought your kids, like, they come in and say, Mom, I love you, and 10 minutes later, they're slamming the door, yelling at you? Somebody look at your neighbor and say, it seems like death is one. Have you ever had a really good day physically? And then before the next morning, you catch, like, two cramps in both legs, and you're like, oh, my God! Have you ever went to the doctor thinking everything was okay, but it really wasn't? Everybody say it seems like death has won. Tonight I need to talk to you about something very, very important. Very, very important. You see, we can go in the Bible all the way back to the very beginning. It probably go all the way back not just to Adam and Eve, but what about their boys? You see, when Cain killed Abel, it seemed like death had won. Noah escaped the flood, but he still died. And it seemed like death had won. Isaiah was called the eagle-eyed prophet. He could see thousands of years and miles in the future, but yet and still he died. There was another man in the Old Testament called Habakkuk. He was called the eagle-eyed prophet. He was the man. But even though he was so close to God, he still died. And it seemed like death had won. Have you ever lost a relative or a friend that you thought didn't deserve to die? Or have something like that happen and you said, well, I don't understand. Literally, I've had a friend who passed away and I have another friend. It should have been him. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you, all okay? And even at the funeral, my friend who I knew it should have been leaned over to me and said this. He said this. Listen, he said, why am I still here? It seems like death has won. It's crazy because the Bible speaks clearly. It says, Love never fails, love never fails, love never fails. But it's like love and death are two prize fighters fighting in a ring. But tonight I'm here to tell you, over 2,000 years ago, love rolled up his sleeves and got in the ring and said, Death, I've had enough. And they went at it, man. They went at it. They fought all over the New Testament. They fought all over Jerusalem. They fought on a hill called Golgotha. They fought all the way down into the grave. They fought. And that's where death said, ha, I got you, love. I did to you what I'll do to all of them. And on a Friday night, death, the grave, hell, had a party. It wasn't just one of them party parties, it was a real party now. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. It was one of them weekend long parties. If you know what I'm talking about, don't laugh, just look straight ahead, you're in church. Word. It started Friday, went all night, got into Saturday, got a little louder, got to Saturday night, even got wilder. All of a sudden, on Sunday morning. Somebody need to touch your neighbor and say on Sunday morning. The Lord himself rolled up his sleeves and said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So whatever you're going through tonight, it may seem like death has won. But it ain't over. Come on, somebody touch your neighbor right now and say, it ain't over, neighbor. Touch your other neighbor and say, it ain't over. It's going to be all right now, for a second, let me take you to public schools right now. Let me take you to school. Uh, we teach kids about hope and love in public schools, all the schools I'm doing for the next month. And one of the things we do is this. It just Everybody put up number one finger right here like this. Just put it up in front of you. Now, here's the deal. You ready? You have no idea what the person beside you is going through. They may look perfect, but they're not. Because if you're a boy, you wear a mask. If you're a girl, you girls, you know Clinique and Mac don't make a makeup to cover some hurt and pain this world has. That was black right there y'all I'm just saying all right you only be an American preacher to come up with something like that so what you're about to do is to help somebody help somebody help somebody you're gonna show somebody hope you're showing somebody love so take that finger and number one point at somebody beside you and bring it back just bring it right back there there you go cool now point at yourself and bring it back okay there you go cool now bring it up and bring it down oh that's good do it one more time point at your neighbor bring it back okay cool point at yourself bring it back Bring it up, now bring it down. Now you gotta say something, you gotta help me, dude. Don't just sit there, it's Sunday night. You gotta have, you're about to go back to work again, all right? I'm, I got a five o'clock flight to Christchurch, I'm gonna freeze. And then I'm going to Dunedin, I'm gonna turn white. I saw the news, it's snowing down there. Black people don't like that stuff. Two things black people don't like. We don't like snow and we don't like scary movies. You know why? Cause black people die first in scary movies. just found a way to put that joke in there tonight. (laughs) So everybody go like this. Point at your neighbor and say, don't you give up. Come on, y'all gotta do better than that. Point at your neighbor and say, don't you give up. Now point at yourself and say, I won't give up. Put it up in the air and say, let me love you. Sound man, go ahead and hit that track. Y'all ready? Come on, let's make it a party. Clap your hands. King up in this room, you will probably never in any church in the world hear Justin Bieber doing a sermon. (laughs) It's a good song though, because once you're in church, you start realizing why it was written. Don't you give up? I won't give up, because see, some of you, you're fighting the gates of hell right now. But the problem is you're fighting the gates of hell by yourself. You're not alone tonight. Somebody actually pointed at you and said, don't you give up tonight. And some of you have made hope rise just a little bit. I want to show you what that hope is. I want you to see exactly what this whole thing is all about. This whole Jesus thing, this whole Bible thing. Why do people believe this whole thing? Why is it like this? But I want to do it in a way that you will probably not forget in a long, long time. So right now, look at somebody and just whisper to them, your life is about to change forever. Even if you are already saved. And you can sit down, you can sit down, you can sit down. Does anybody feel the presence of God in the room tonight? He's strong, he's very strong. And then listen to me very carefully I am nobody special I'm just a brother from another mother All right. (laughs) What I'm here to simply tell you And show you today is simply this In the Bible it says In John chapter 3 verse 17 The Bible says this For God did not send his son Into the world to condemn the world But to save the world Through him Look at that verse because, see, a lot of people, even in this room, you came tonight with your friend. Your friend invited you. You're like, I'm just going to come with my friend. And you literally think I'm going to condemn you somehow, some way. But that ain't going to happen. Because I, I took a test, and I found out I love people. <laughs> There's leaders in the church. Y'all taking, they made me take the test when I got here. I'm just saying. What I do love about this is the second part, but to save the world through him. So if you're in a situation tonight and it it seems like death is one, it ain't over. And I'm going to show you why it ain't over. So tonight, what if I can take something over 2,000, oh, how about something from the beginning of time and just tweak it and make it a little modern for you? So, you can understand it. And then not only preach it to you, but let you see it with your physical eyes. So, what do you say? uh, You go on a little journey with me and Josh. He's going to help me out. He's like, good on that little keyboard. Go on, boy. We got to go to Christ Church tomorrow. If I get too cold, you're going to be my coat. Bro, you're a scarf. Okay, all right. uh. It's not gonna work, it wouldn't work at all, all right. <laughs> so everybody take a deep breath. Now as they breathe out. Hey, look at me. It's gonna be alright because some of you are gonna get really uncomfortable, but it's alright. It's just really cool to see what he did. Whether you believe him or not, see what he did. So it kind of goes like this. There once was a father who loved his son. And there once was a son who loved his father. Their love was so deep, so strong, that rarely anything came between them. The love of this father for his son was so strong that he would do some things amazing, incredible, and and sometimes a little bit different. You see, the dad, he had to work. But sometimes, he would literally take his son to work with him. So after school, the boy would be in the library, and he would always get by the window, because if he heard the tap on the window, he knew his dad had come to take him with him to work. And one day, the tap came, and this boy was over-the-top happy. You can see the love that he had for his dad, but this boy, he was special. As they went to the dad's work, as they were going to work, even on this day, The boy would see things that other people wouldn't see. He would find things other people would not find. His dad loved him and he knew he was special that way. So the dad would bring hot chocolate and make sure that he was happy. and He would just hang out at work with his dad. On that day, as they were going to catch the trolley, the little boy noticed a man. This man is in the middle of the street in the middle of the afternoon with a bathrobe and slippers. He's looking up in the window begging a woman to let him in. But to be honest with you, I think she's Spanish. (laughs) Because she ain't letting that brother back in. (laughs) Listen to me. She closes the window and the little boy lets go of his dad's hand and he's watching as if he could do something to help this man. The dad had to even come back and take his son by the hand and go, come on. It's none of our business. But just one more time, the the little boy he looks back I wonder what he did I wonder why she's so angry I wonder why she won't open the door that's the kind of boy this was he just saw things other people didn't see he wanted to change things that he was way too small to change but his love was so great so they get to the trolley and when they get on the trolley it doesn't matter how many seats are open This little brother, man, he had one seat that he knew he would have. If the place was packed, he would always be able to sit on his dad's lap. And once again, here he goes. He sees a man on the phone and a girl. The man seems very happy, but the girl seems like she wants to run away. Why? Why can't she be happy like him? Why isn't she smiling like him? I wonder what I could do to help her. The little boy even smiles at the girl, but she tries. But can't you see this boy? He's just, just different. Now, when you get off the trolley, if it's uh, not raining, they do something really cool. They cut through the forest, a little small forest a little piece of trees and and they cut through to get to dad's job that day as they were cutting through the woods the dad would say things like what do you want to do when you grow up and the little boy goes i don't know but i want to help people i want to love people what do, do you want to go when you grow up he goes i don't know where i'm gonna go but i don't know one thing i'm gonna do something to make people smile to make people happy that's what i'm gonna do and you know everybody in this room we got to be honest And I said something this week that was really cool. I said, I don't know who fate and destiny are, but whoever those girls are, they let our path cross today. But see, we're all on the train of life. We're all going from point A to point B, just trying to get to where we need to go. And it doesn't matter what cart you are on the train. We're all on the same train, trying to get from one place to the next. One place to the next. When they get through the forest to the train track, then they know they're close. They're close to where dad works. And the little boy loves running on the train tracks. And he likes jumping from one cross track to the other cross track. And they look, and there it was. The dad, he was a bridge conductor. He was in charge of a bridge. You see, where they lived, it was by the water, and boats would go out to shrimp and and to fish and and would come in with goods, and and before the train and the boats and the harbor, and and, and the dad just worked this bridge, but there's tons and tons of steel. But the boy, he loved hanging with his dad, but there was always rules. Everybody say there's rules. Come on, touch your neighbor and say there's rules. So before dad goes up into his tower to work the bridge and to make sure everything's fine, he gives his son the same rule every time. He says, son, you got to stay by the window. You stay by the window so I can watch you. If you move from the window and I can't see you, you can get in trouble. But as long as I can see you, we'll be all right. You got it? And you go, hey, catch me something good for dinner. See, the little boy loved to fish. He loved to fish. And when he could go to work with his dad, he would just stand down there and fish and throw rocks in the water and just have a good old time. So his job begins. Every day, the same thing. Every day. The dad's job, he would get a call sometimes. The call would be from one of the boats, the captain of the boat. Sometimes the captain would try to get his goods in before the afternoon train comes by and and this day would be no different, absolutely no different. As the phone rang, the dad picks up the phone. And when he picks up the phone, he, he he talks to the captain. And the train was a good 15 minutes out. There's no way it could come. And, and he goes, yeah, I I'll, I'll, I can get you. I can make this happen. So as he puts the phone down, he pulls the big lever and pulls it. And the bridge and the, and the gears start to churn and churn. And everything starts moving. And the thousands and thousands of pounds of stun tri- of that train iron would go up into the air so that the boat can come in with its goods and everything works fine matter of fact it works so good there's always a fail safe see once the train starts going up two miles or three kilometers away there would be a red light or a green light hey let's go back to school red means green means oh come on red means green means so even if this 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 conductor, and even if this bridge worker messes up, there's still a fail safe. There's always a fail safe. Now the dad had to check all the gears to make sure there's enough oil. The boat, it's coming in. There's way more enough, enough time. But the train comes early. You see the red light? You see the red light. Red means stop. But the conductor must have been looking away, but he didn't stop. And so all of a sudden the train's coming. It's not slowing down. The steam is pouring through the engine. It's just coming through. The the boat's trying to make its way through and nobody sees this except the little boy he sees the smoke he hears the horn and he starts thinking dad 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 the train's coming it's early now the dad told his son everything. The boy knew there was a hatch right by the track with a red lever. If he pulls it, the lever brings the bridge down twice as fast as it went up. And he's yelling at his dad, 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 the dad's just checking the gauges, but he's just making sure everything's okay. But the boy thinks his dad, something's wrong with dad. I gotta save the people, because all his life, he just wanted to help people. He just wanted to love people. And the people on the train had no idea what was coming no idea what was happening even the girl in the bathroom just looking out the window no idea what was coming the dad finally gets up and he sees the smoke and he's like oh my goodness it's coming but you remember he has one eye on his job and the other eye was always on his boy but his boy has gone he started to think, son, 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 where you at, son? And as he looked around, he didn't see his son. The boy had made it to the hatch. He opened up the lid. He pulled each down, but the boy's too small. He's trying to save the day, but instead of saving it, he falls into the hole. Now the boy is in the hole with the gears. The dad has to make a choice. Here's the choice, ladies and gentlemen. Do I save my child or do I save the people? Do I sacrifice my only son? Do oh, I save the people on the train? It's amazing. guys, time's ticking. It's coming to the end. you got to figure out what you're going to do. People on the train have no idea. They're on that train every day going from one point to the next point, one place to the other place. It's all the same. Or is it the same? There's a day that comes when it seems like death there's one, but you come face to face with the reality that there's a God who loves you. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. What a sacrifice. What a sacrifice. He knew what he had to do. And at the last possible moment to save everybody, he pulled it. And he gave his only son. You ever wonder what it would look like moments after God sacrificed his son? I believe in the spiritual world that God Himself was at Calvary, the skull. I believe with all that's in me. It would have looked like this man by the tracks of life, just screaming, why? They would never know the sacrifice. They would never know what was done. Just going one place to another. Just living our life until one day, and we all will have this day. One day. You get a glimpse of reality. One day, you get a glimpse of what happened. One day, even if you're in the bathroom of life, about ready to do wrong one more time, about ready to hurt yourself one more time, son, what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to save the world. What do you want to be when you grow up? And the girl in the bathroom, whose life was saved by a boy just going to shoot up one more time. I just want to get high one more time. Did God give his son for somebody like this? Yes. Just for one glimpse. In your life, you will have a moment where you get one glimpse of what God did for you. And when that happens, it will take everything in you to dismiss a sermon like this. Or everything in you just drop it, to just drop the hurt, drop the sin, drop the addiction, drop the regrets, drop the loneliness, drop the past, drop yesterday. And realize, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It seems like death has won. That's the great line for this sermon. You know why? That second word, seem. Everything ain't the way it looks, my brother and sister. It may look like you have no way out, but God will make a way out of no way. He will turn your darkness into day. He will be your joy in the time of sorrow. Why? Because he gave his only son. He would never sacrifice him if there wasn't a victory in store. But he knows with every great victory comes great sacrifice. So he put it on himself. But I got to let you see something. Are you all ready? You ever wonder what it was like from the cross to the grave in the spiritual world? Everybody asks me, why do you still love Jesus? It's this right here. That God would let his son die for me. He did it for me did it for me I know I know in a sermon you never should make it personal but I have to you need to understand who's standing on this stage I once was lost but now I'm found I was blind but now I see why because he did it for me he did it he didn't do it for anybody he did it for Reggie he did it so that Reggie can have hope he did it so that Reggie would not commit suicide at 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 or 21 he did it for me he did it why because as sure as the sun will set the sun will rise again I'm not talking about the S-U-N I'm talking about the S-O-N it's a path it's a journey as the girl just walked down the journey of life sometimes you got to get off the train and walk alone oh this is good isn't it I know I, it must be good because nobody's even going to the bathroom I don't even know if y'all breathing everybody's like and every now and then people crying that's all I can see See, sometimes when you get along with God, he can let you see. He can let you see that where you were, you couldn't see it wasn't over. But once you look back, you can see everything where God has set you up. On a Sunday night in May, we've been set up. I got to show you just a couple more things. Are you okay? Is everybody all right? You see, here's the deal. While this girl is on her personal journey, finding hope and love and peace and joy, God has a plan for everybody in this room. But that doesn't mean the plan that he has didn't hurt him. He had to give his son so that we can win. And it's not like he didn't remember what his son was like before he was drenched in sin. Oh, come on. His son had to wear our sin. So that he could save us in the end. Our death would win every time. So God the Father still has to go back in his mind and say, I remember what it was like. I remember my boy. I remember when it was just a, the a two of us. <laughs> but Watch the train. Look what happens. You got to look close. I don't know if you saw it right here, watch it, look here, look here, you see it there's somebody else on the train now, it'll happen one more time, bam did you see him, you see because God gave his only son he's able to ride with us he's able to be with us, he's not on the outside looking in anymore, he's on the train sitting by you he's walking up and down the aisles of this room Jesus can do that because God gave him not to condemn us, but that the world through him might be saved. And so on your journey of life tonight, on your journey through hope, your life gets busy. You got to go from one point to another. I'm just here to let you know that every now and then, God has a way of coming and seeing what you're doing. How you doing? You see her? She looks a little different, doesn't she? No, by the way, she's holding something, isn't she? Because, see, the Bible says you must be born again. See, when Jesus comes in, because of God's sacrifice, old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And the life you never dreamed you would have, the child you never dreamed you could bear, everything changes. Why? Because of what God did thousands of years ago. Because he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Let's pray. Jesus, I pray for every person in this room. I thank you that you love us just the way we are. God, I pray right now, God, that you would speak hope in this room. God, some of us have never, ever really looked at what you did. And now here we are. So, God, I pray, God, that everything that we heard would cause us to make a choice, make a decision. to Take a step of faith in Jesus' name. If you're here tonight and you say, I never thought of it like this before, then guess what? Now you know. Now you know. And listen. I'm not here to tell you what to do I'm just a brother from another mother I once was lost but now I'm found I once was blind but now I see and it's because Jesus died for me and I just thought one night on a Sunday in May before you start a new week you should see that he died for you too he didn't just do this for Reggie I don't know what bathroom of life you're in I don't know what your addictions are But i'm here to tell you on a sunday night he died for each and every one of us because it only seems like death has won but death has not really won death was buried when it tried to kill jesus and jesus is alive the question is do you know him do you know my king if you don't this is the perfect night for you if you declare with your mouth that jesus christ is lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved have you done that some of you your heart's pounding out your chest you know why because your heart was created by God and you can't your brain can't tell your heart what to do and if your brain told your heart to stop pounding you would die and your brain knows that so your brains like here it goes again you know why your heart's beating really hard because your heart knows that it's in the presence of its creator. Your heart knows that its creator is in this arena right now. And whether you want to believe it or not, your heart has to give honor to its creator. But its creator is here for you. Do you need him tonight? With every head bowed, every eye closed, we're going to say a prayer, asking Jesus to forgive us of our sin. We're taking it straight from Romans chapter 10, verse 9, which I just quoted to you. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, dude, God is here. He's so strong. So let's do it together. Everybody, say, Jesus. I'm sorry. You know what I've done. You know where I've been. I cannot change my past, but I need you tonight. I see what you did, God. Thank you for letting your son die for me. Forgive me of my sin. Be my Lord, be my Savior. Right here, I give you everything. Thank you, Jesus, for my chance. With every head bowed, every eye closed, no one looking around. If you said that prayer and you say, Reggie, tonight I walked in this room with sin in my life. I said that prayer and I meant it. If that's you, no one's looking, just there's people who are about to do this if you said that prayer tonight and you needed God to save you and you said that prayer and you meant it by faith, raise your hand and wave at me now, go, 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 go just wave at me, wave at me, wave at me wave at me, wave at me me. that's awesome, you can put your hand down wow, that's a lot of hands if you declare me before man Jesus said I will declare you before my Father in Heaven so I'm going to ask you to do me a favor Maybe you didn't raise your hand, but you're like, I want another chance. Well, I'm gonna give you a chance, but you don't get to raise your hand. You got to do what they're about to do too. I need everybody who tonight got right with Jesus, gave your life to Jesus. I need you to step out of your seat and come and stand right here as close to me as you can. Some of you be like, why am I doing that? Because you're doing something physical to what you said, something spiritual and it's going to change everything. So you got to come. You got 35 seconds, 34. 33, 32, 31, 30. Come on! He died for you, 29. heads in the world he came for the people who are sitting there going no 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 no! don't do it don't do it okay we made it huh, that was only round one thanks for coming he came to save that which was lost Did you hear what i said that happened in the book of john there was a guy named zacchaeus he's a little hobbit climbed a tree to see who Jesus was and Jesus got to the spot and said come down I'm coming to your house everybody got mad because Jesus went to this dude's house and everybody was like he's going to a sinner's house and Jesus said this man too is the son of God is a child of God and he says and remember the son of man came to seek and to save that which was lost did you hear what he said that which was lost so Jesus was speaking in the future tense that which was lost so it's not where you're at, it's where you will be. He knew you were gonna move, bro. He knew you were gonna move. And he knew that I knew I was gonna do it again because he told me to do it again. See, nothing happens outside the will of God. Some of you are like, well, what if I say I don't wanna love him? That's your choice. But if you choose him, all things work together for good to them who are called by his name. So let's do this again, because for some of you, you're surrounded by death, and you've given up, but well, God hasn't given up on you. He let you come tonight, so I'm going to give you 15 seconds, and you know what's going to happen? You're going to have a little pressure. So I got, I got Jesus people all over this arena right now, all right, and they've been praying for like for a long time. Like this, they're like, oh, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. And now guess what? They know and they're going to feel in their spirit I get to be a part of it. So you are about to have somebody, whether you know them or not, about to look at you and say, hey, is everything okay? I'll walk with you. Something supernatural will happen if we walk down there. I'll go with you. You're not alone because some people just need a friend. Now, look, if you're one of those who somebody looks at you and says, you want to go, I'll go with you. Don't get all mad. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. You need to be really happy because you have somebody in this room that cares about you enough to put your friendship on the line so that you can find hope in Jesus and the story that you saw could be alive in you. So we're going to do it 15 seconds. So Jesus people, it's time for you to do your job. It's time for you to be Jesus. Go, go public. Look at your friend and ask him to come. You got 15 seconds. 14, 13, 12. 11. If they say yeah, just take them by the hand and break them. That's awesome. Come on. 12. 11. 10. That's good. 9. Come on. I see people coming. Come on. 8. That's good. That's real good. 7. Come on. That's good. That's good. Wow. Look at them come. Come on. Good job, church. Good job, church. 8. 7. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. That's awesome. That's awesome. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Just take a step closer. Take right now, a step closer. Take a step closer. There you go. There you go. Let them all in. Come on. 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 House. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting for you. Let your love run over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now listen. You said a prayer, then you responded by moving when you stepped out of your seat and started walking, there's a word that you use, and you probably didn't even know it. Faith. You stepped to something that you can't physically see. But I believe supernaturally it's going to change everything about you. I'm going to say a prayer. You don't have to repeat this one. Just listen to my words. Man, the presence of God is so strong. What do you need him to do tonight? Just ask him. Just ask him. Some of you are with your best friends. It's a night you'll never forget. You'll never forget. So hear these words. Jesus, thank you for every person. You knew, God, what they needed. And God, thank you that you used me. So God, I pray for every young man. No matter how vile, no matter how wicked, the mind will remind him of what he did. Let him remember his mind. Let him remind his mind of the prayer that he prayed tonight. Let him, when it gets rough and, and that voice inside says, it wasn't for you, you should not have never done it. Let him remind his mind every step he took to get up front in this room because with every step, faith rose. With every step, hope rose. With every step, it seemed like death is won. But right now we know death did not win. Jesus is the victor. God, for every girl, God, let her know who she is. in Let her feel hope. Let her feel joy. Let her feel worth. Let her feel, God, something she's never felt before, that she has a reason to breathe. Let her know she has a reason to breathe. Let her know that you're here for her. Everybody, look at me. You're awesome. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud. Little rugby team, look at y'all. Got your red shirts. You're the Eagles, huh? Did your coach bring you or something? He, huh? He did? Your coach brought you? That's a good coach right there. I'm proud of you, boys. I saw one of my favorite warrior players in the church tonight. He's here. They're going to win soon. I ain't giving up on the warriors, bro. That's my team, dog. That's my boys. Don't give up on the warriors, all right? It's going to be all right. And here's what I'm trying to say. Here's what I'm trying to say. You really want to play well? You just take a good step going there. Because when Jesus is Lord of all, he can help you play better, run better. Block better, throw better, try better. <laughs> that was a pun on words. Some of you going, dude, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Here's why I'm doing this. I'm from the hood. I don't know if you all understand. Uh, so if I lived in your area, I'd be from the south side. Words we were taught when I was little, if somebody comes up and talks to you and they don't look in you in the eye, they lying or they're high or they're going to rob you or try to hurt you. So every time I speak, you see what I do? I make it uncomfortable sometimes. Some kids in school start looking away because they're like, well, that brother looking right at me. <laughs> then I get emails from kids going, you were talking to me. There's 900 kids in the school, and you, you are talking to me. You know why? I ain't lying. I love you. You're gonna make it, boys. Girl, you're gonna make it. He saw you. He knows why you're here. So it's the most important decision you ever make in your life, is what you did tonight. I don't know what to do next. Where's pastor Sam? Oh, there he is. Here you go. Oh, they're going where? Hey, okay, look at me. Everybody down front. It won't take long. It won't take long. And if you got like kids here you want to go, or if the coach is here you want to go, wave at me, man. See that guy right there with the glasses? Kind of looks like Clark Kent. (laughs) An island Clark Kent. All right. (laughs) I need everybody to go with him. We got some for everybody to help you with the decision that you made tonight and what you did. It's not just—it's not just a church thing. This is a Jesus thing, all right. So just do me a favor. Everybody, turn this way and just walk that way. You know why people are going to clap? Because they used to be like you, and they know that this is real and it helps. Go this way. Go this way. Go this way. Just follow them. Don't go back to your seat. Go this way. It won't take long. It won't take long at all. Just go this way. Keep walking that way walking that way. Just go that way. Come